Welcome everybody, this is Bitch Breathe and my name is Ricardia. So today we are going to talk about the spring equinox. Yay, something new, finally, new opportunities. And that's exactly what we're going to be conversing about today. So you may know from my last episode in the winter that came to sort of this seasonal uh, focus, which was the winter solstice. It's all about retreating, going inward, and really not just quasi, but properly hibernating our goals, maybe our ambitions a little bit, and really just turning inward and seeing what's there. Spring equinox, exactly the opposite. This is a time of new beginnings. We're in the astrological new year, and everything is starting to give us its signal in its language, whatever it is, if it's the flowers, then they're slowly, slowly starting to have little buds, maybe a little blossoming. If it's the birds returning, I've already saw, seen those formations in the sky. I'm like, welcome back, people, or birds. Um, if it's in your own energy and that of the people around you, maybe you felt a slight little bit of, I don't know, more bounce in your step. For some of us, it can turn into a spring fatigue where we're just suddenly really, really tired also fine. And for many of us, this is, well, the second year of lockdowns and limitations. So maybe, very possibly, not everyone is feeling yay spring. But I personally, I'm really looking forward to it because with everything that is going on, with all the limitation, no travel, no nada, I kept having this mantra, which was, even corona cannot stop the spring. It might be limiting and stopping a lot of things, a lot of encounters and goals and dreams and reconnection to ourselves, to other people. But it can't stop spring. And spring is officially knocking at our door. So why is this such a big deal for me, apart from the fact that spring is just fun and the temperatures rise? It's also a time where we can really get into our witchy side. So not just our bitchy side, <laughs> but our witchy side. And there are so many beautiful rituals and practices from the Wiccan tradition, certainly the Christian tradition. If you're heavily into astrology, there's also a lot that can be done. But they all have a few things in common, which is to get rid of old things, not so much just throwing them out, but recycling them, creating them into something new so we can have that idea of sustainability around this renewal, right? A lot of times it's about fertility, and I specifically don't just mean the idea of giving birth to human children, because maybe we're not fertile, or we don't really want children, or we're not fertile anymore, whatever it is around that. What is it we want to give birth to in terms of ideas, in terms of changes in our lives? What is it that wants to be born? And just around that idea, there's so much you could do. You could go into meditation. There's so much free stuff online that you can look into. But really looking at what has died and rightfully left your building, if you will, but what wants to be reborn? And everything that is light, that is hopeful, has its origin in the dark, right? Whether it's a baby that's coming out of the dark womb or uh, an idea that maybe came to you overnight, whatever it is. But we needed that darkness that came before so that we can now move into this light energy, this birthing energy, this full creatrix power. 
And the reason I say it's such a witchy thing to do is because there are so many rituals around the witchy stuff. And I don't know that much about it, but I'm totally into it. I like the oracle. I'll have the crystals on my altar. I will draw a sacred circle around me with my Palo Santo, whatever it is. I pick from whichever tradition that speaks to me and that feels like something I recognize rather than something that I think is cool or that's in a current blog that I'm following or something, right? But really look at the witch inside. What is it she wants to bring and manifest to into the world? And we'll get to the idea of manifestation in a moment. But just to sort of look at that particular question. What else is going on in the new cycle, in this new astro- astrological year? Well, this is a time to really plant the seeds for the year that is coming. So yes, it's already March, almost April, but the seasonal year and the astrological year fall out somewhat together now, together with all these holidays everybody has. If it's Judaism, you've got the Passover. If it's Christianity, you've got Easter. Then again, the Wiccans, they've got, I think it's called Ostara, right? So everybody regardless of who they believe in or what gods and goddesses they pray to or speak to, everyone's talking about this renewal, the idea of fertility we spoke about, and this blossoming. And then specifically, because we talk about birthing light and birthing ideas and um, maybe giving birth to a new phase in our life, I also want to talk about this potential whether you're Christian or not, because I'm not a practicing Christian and I still look into it, is the idea of resurrection. Think about that for a moment. Resurrection. Now, that word alone has always meant many things to me. For one, it was my favorite vintage store in New York a very, very long time ago. But um, I love the idea that we renew now, that we really resurrect our energy, and especially with this context of the pandemic and everything each and every one of us has gone through, has suffered through, um, the doubt, the doubt, is this ever going to be over? The comparison to, some even compare it to a, a bit of a warlike situation because that year is is lost for us in some way, we feel, especially for our younger kids. It's like, oh, these poor kids, you know, this is a time of youth and and bringing forth their personality and getting out to hang out with each other. And here they're all practically locked in, you know. And so there's, there's all this uh, energy going on that we really can utilize even with the background of the pandemic. So this idea of resurrecting our energy, the goals, the dreams we had before this whole thing hit is really key here. What is it that you might have forgotten during this last year that actually was kind of on your agenda and maybe wants to be resurrected? Is there a friendship that you let go dormant? Maybe you guys even had a fight. Is it worth to look at resurrecting that relationship? And then very honestly, being very honest with yourself, Maybe it's not worth resurrecting, but I like the idea of looking at the relationships, looking at my dreams, my goals, and asking myself, does this want to be resurrected? Is this the time now? Is this a time for me to be brave and put this thought, this dream into action? Or have I laid it to rest 
for good. Both answers, of course, are totally acceptable as long as they are truthful to you. So in terms of everything that is going on, looking at the idea of resurrecting whatever it is that needs to come back to life. What part of us needs to come back to life? Is it our trust in the goodness of the universe, the goodness of people maybe even? Is it our faith that things will get better? Is it a job, an idea that we have long forgotten, maybe long before the pandemic? Whatever it is for you, look into it and see what it is that wants to be brought back from the dead. That sounded very serious. <laughs> but I guess that goes with the whole idea of uh, resurrection. My next idea that I had around the spring equinox mm, is the idea of manifestation. Now, I know that word is used at an inflationary rate in the spiritual scene, and even all the corporates have caught on too. And I don't know how many blog entries there must be on the subject alone. So I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I felt like it was going to be an incomplete sort of episode if I didn't at least mention it. So what can we do in terms of manifesting? You know some of the usual tools. You can write stuff down. Um, you can have a whiteboard where you can put your goals on there, or maybe you want to pin them to your mirror or your stove, wherever you spend a lot of time at the house, maybe even on your desk at work. But what does it mean to actually put things into tangible material form, right, which is what manifesting is? And what it is really is to first, I think, because this is the hardest part for me sometimes, is to know, well, what do I want? And I know that a lot of us um, seekers, you know, people in the spiritual scene, even people who aren't in the spiritual scene, we often wonder, well, what is it do I want? And some of us are so good at it. You ask them and they just like, like a bullet, it comes out of them. And you're like, gee, that was quick. Me, I'm sometimes sitting there on the subway thinking, oh, I don't really know what I want. I mean, I kind of want this. But I don't know that it will also happen if I also want that. And can this be reconciled with this other dream I have? And before you know it, I'm in five scenarios, none of which get manifested. So what I've started to do is to first sort of in a meditation that is not a very strict one. It's sort of it's like an inner brainstorming where I just allow thoughts to come in and out and I don't censor at all. I just sort of watch them and I see what bubbles up and in what sequence they bubble up. So stuff that comes up first is usually, of course, obviously on the forefront of my mind and wants to be looked at. And so those things get jotted down after the meditation. But then the longer you sit there, maybe for some of you, this is running and you have like a running meditation and that's when it comes to you. But wherever it is you are, the longer it is you're doing this one thing, the more subtle and maybe interesting the things that want to be manifested become. So just looking at all the things that bubble up and then prioritizing according to your intuitive sense, not so much I should do this, I should do that, or that is probably a good time to do this now, or this person expects it of me. Mm, no, look at what intuitively feels like now is the time. Again, you're going to have a lot more energy now in the spring. I really think so, unless you're heavily affected by... Um, sickness, I hope you're not, or any other sort of very difficult phase in your life right now. But there is this global 
this Mother Earth energy, if you will, that is here to support us, that is showing us, that is demonstrating by once again letting everything blossom that we can too. So whatever it is, whatever steps it is that you want to take to put thought into action, do it now because there's extra energy out there for you. And then the very last one, because we are in a very challenging time, even more so than ever before, at least in my living generation, if you will, we've not experienced such a global challenge. None of the financial crises came close to what it is we're looking at right now. So it can be a long path and it can certainly feel like a long path, like we're never going to make it. We're never going to make it through this crappy period of our lives. I've known and I know these thoughts really, really well. They can overcome me very unexpectedly sometimes. So I'm thinking, what, what, how does this even make sense? How does any of this make sense when we've got a pandemic raging out there and everyone is scared and doubtful? The reason why I think it still makes sense is because life asks of us to live it forwardly. Whether people were in wars in areas of crises, whether they still are now, whether we still are now. Life beckons us forward. That's the motion. That doesn't mean I always have to press forward and speed things up. That doesn't mean I don't look back occasionally. And it certainly doesn't mean that I don't stay in the present. But if you listen really closely, and if you maybe look at the trees, you'll see it's going forward. The trees are starting to have these, you know, these tiny little buds at the very tips of their branches. It's coming. Spring is coming. And with it, all the hope that we've always connected to it, I think, and maybe especially right now. And talking about a long path to freedom, in a way, uh, to quote uh, a book, um, I think it's the Nelson Mandela biography that I read many years ago. Anyway, to quote someone else who I really believe has something truthful to say here and there. If it feels like a long path, just remember the immortal words of ACDC. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. <laughs> okay, my dear friends, I hope this was fun for you. I hope you got some inspiration from it in any case. And wherever you are, I hope you can really utilize the spring, the renewal, the resurrection energy that is all around as I speak. Sending lots of love. Stay well. <laughs>